please open to Ephesians 2, verse 4 and 5. Ephesians 2, verse 4 and 5. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved, and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. So Jesus is saying that because you serve him, you follow him, his process is your process as well. Remember we started with him being the seed and dying and then producing many seeds because he went through the process of death. And he says that you serve him and you follow him. So where he is, you are also, you are following him through each one of his process. When the sower became the seed, you followed him through the process because the sower began to pour the seed upon his heart, but then he chose that he will become the seed and go through the process that the seed goes through. So just like we said that with the thorny place, the thorns around the seed, the sower, literally, the sower had thorns placed upon him. Upon that cross, he was in the midst of thorns. He followed the process of the seed he spoke about to redeem you and I, knowing that we will be faced with these thorns, knowing that as he is, so are we in this world. So his process becomes our process. That is to say that when he died, you also died with him. 2 Corinthians 5, 14 to 17, for the love of Christ compels us because we judge thus, that if one died for all, then all died. If Jesus Christ died for all, then all of us died with Jesus. And he died for all that those who live should live no longer for themselves. Do you understand that if the seed does not die, it's living for itself. This is the same scripture as the one we just read in John. Oh. That if you love this world, then you will die. And it's an eternal death. Because when the thorns choked the plant, its assignment was squashed. It no longer had an existence on earth anymore. Because it died as a plant, you understand that it didn't die as a seed. The seed has got to die in the soil so that it can grow many other seeds. Jesus Christ died and we also died with him. Galatians 2.20. Paul says, I have been crucified with Christ. So the seed Christ died. And Paul is saying that when he died, I also died with him. I, Paul, the seed that came from the main seed, I died with him and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So this life he was now living afterwards in the body was a life of faith knowing that it is now a resurrected life. He's living a life of faith in Jesus because he died in Jesus and he's living in Jesus. We'll go to 1 Corinthians 15 from verse 35. But someone will ask, how are the dead raised? With what kind of body will they come? And Paul says, how foolish. What you sow does not come to life unless it dies. This is the same thing Jesus was saying. Once the seed is sown in a good soil, it will have to die. So in verse 37 of 1 Corinthians 15, he says, When you sow, you do not plant the body that will be. It's not the original body that comes up from the seed that you're sowing. 
and that is why this sower and this sowing seeds is so powerful. When you are sown into this world, like I said earlier, I likened Adam being sown into the Garden of Eden, and I likened Jesus, the life-giving spirit, being sown from heaven to earth, according to science. They say that when the seed of a man is in a woman, nothing of the woman is involved with that seed. Like her blood is not involved with the seed. And so we know that the seed of God was put inside Mary. And so Mary carried the seed. Mary was the nurturing ground that the Holy One of God could be born. And today we see it where a man and a woman, the seed, and they culture it. And it's a whole being. And they put it in somebody's womb who had nothing to do with the conception. And so that person carries that little fetus without any interference of their blood with that baby. And I don't know if you guys know this, but that's why if a lady has, say, HIV and she's pregnant, that baby can be removed through C-section and that baby will not have HIV. But if that baby is born naturally, then there will be some bruises and the mother's blood can get into the baby. So I want you to use that picture now and see how that seed came from heaven came into the soil of a woman's womb that nurtured him into full-grown human and placed upon the earth. In the same way, you and I have been placed on this earth as the seed. And Paul is saying here that the fullness of that seed was not what was sown. Like the fullness of everything you are was not what was sown. When that tiny little seed you put into the ground, you don't see a gigantic tree with fruits and all that and put it in the soil. That is not what it is. The seed, you don't see the fullness of that seed. And this is what Paul is saying here. He's saying when you sow, you do not plant the body that will be. You do not plant the body that will be, but just a seed, perhaps of wheat or of something else. But God gives it a body. The kingdom from which the seed comes from begins to nurture this body out of an ordinary seed into something supernatural. But God gives it a body as he has determined. That is why you say, to fulfill your will, O Lord, I have come. It is written concerning me in the volume of the books. That is why the whole life of Jesus was mapped out. You read the stories in Isaiah 52. You read it in the Psalms. Everything was written and spoken about him. So it is God that determines the body that will come up from that seed. It is God that determines who you are, what the seed you are has become. God has determined it. And to each kind of seed, he gives its own body. 39, not all flesh is the same. See what Paul is trying to say here. He's trying to show us a difference. Not all flesh is the same. People have one kind of flesh. Animals have another, birds another, and fish another. There are also heavenly bodies. So those ones he spoke about are terrestrial bodies. Bodies of the earth. There's bodies that are of animals. There's bodies that are of fishes. There's bodies that are of birds. To adapt to the environment, they are. God gave them bodies designed to adapt to the environment they are. The fish, the animals, the birds are terrestrial animals. And some are in the air, 
Some are on the earth. Some are in the waters. God designed them to operate fully in those environments. And Paul is saying there's another in verse 40 of 1 Corinthians 15. There are also heavenly bodies and there are earthly bodies. But the splendor of the heavenly bodies is one kind. And the splendor of the earthly bodies is another kind. Where I'm going with this is that the splendor of the seed is one kind. And the splendor of the plant is another kind. Because you carry the certain body when you died with Christ. You carry the certain body before you accepted Jesus. You carry the certain body. Remember, the seed is planted as a seed. Paul is saying here that the body of the seed is not what is planted. So you carried another body before you came in Christ. In verse 41, the sun has one kind of splendor. The moon, another. And the stars, another. And the star differs from star in splendor. So even these heavenly bodies, even though the stars are all stars, they differ in splendor. Even though you and I seem to be just humans, we differ in splendor. 42, so will it be with the resurrection of the dead. The body that is sown is perishable. It is raised imperishable. I jump to verse 44. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. After Jesus Christ died, let's even start with his death. As we read earlier, Paul said he died with him. You and I died with him. Jesus Christ, who had no sin, took on sin upon himself. He became sin. He had no comprehension of sin, but he took on sin upon himself. You and I, we have no comprehension of righteousness. So now we must take upon ourselves righteousness. We must become righteousness. As he, of course, Jesus had nothing to do with Satan. He was not intrigued by anything Satan presented to him, even at the temptation. He was not used to the humanness. The seed was different. It came from heaven to recruit us to become like him. So whereas he knew no sin because he was righteous, he took us to become his own righteousness. And that process happened when he died. And so now you can read Colossians, please. Colossians chapter 2, verse 14. Having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us, he has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. As we died with him, where Paul said in Galatians 2.20, he is crucified. This is what the seed that was buried into the ground, this is what he was doing in the process of death. This is what the sower become the seed was doing. He was canceling every charge that the enemy had against us. Oh, you are not worthy. No, that old body is not worthy to be here. And Jesus was like, yes, as I am, so is he. I have taken upon myself everything that he had on him so that I can give him everything that I am. I must become the seed so that I can die and multiply having many seeds. John 12, verse 24, very truly I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed, but if it dies, it produces many seeds. So this is what Jesus did. He knew that by dying, he was going to produce many seeds, 
And when he died, his blood was erasing everything. Now my blood speaks for them. I am the sower. I sow the seed. But I come as the seed now. I am the seed that has no stain of sin upon him. But I will take all their sin. No matter how grave their sins are, I will take it. So that I can produce many righteous sons of God who have the power to live above sin. He was producing his kind through you and I. That it was the only way for him to produce his kind. So when the voice of Adam was speaking in this legal transaction, he said, nope, I paid it, I paid it. These were the legalities that were taking place when the seed died. Cancel the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us. He has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. This is what the seed was going through. Next verse, please. Verse 15. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Amen. Through the death process of the sower become seed, buried in the ground, he disarmed powers and principalities. He disarmed them. And we are his followers, remember? We followed him through death, even unto resurrection, and were seated even in heavenly places with him. So as he disarmed these powers and authorities, you and I are given the power as the seed after his kind to disarm powers and authorities. And we make a public spectacle of them as well. Because our Savior has already triumphed over them by the cross. We cast them out. We cast them out. The demon was like, no, she's mine, she's mine. Kept saying it. Up to what, five times? Uh -huh. We said, no, you will leave. Because as the seeds of Jesus, we follow after our kind. Amen. The demon was insisting, no, I'm not going to leave. No, I'm not going to leave. And made her. She was shaking and speeding all over the place. There was a bucket, but she was just splashing it all over us. But we said, you must go. Got down from the chair, trying to exercise strength. You must go. We follow after our kind. It's been done. Uh -huh. So we follow. This is what Jesus intended. And this is what he will get through you and I in the mighty name of Jesus. Because this is the seed he produced. He chose this path because if he didn't, he would have been just one single seed. But because he died, he was able to produce a multitude, even up to 100%. Oh, oh. And when he went into the depths of all that, in Revelations 1.18, when the sower become the seed was in the ground, in the depths of Sheol, and he took the keys, he says, I am the living one. He's alive. I was dead. And now look. He's telling John this. John, now look. I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and Hades. He took the keys. And that's why he tells you, and I all authority on heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go ye therefore. And make disciples. 